Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Good afternoon and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working hard to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is a nationwide platform for passive investors as well as active investors. We invest in single family homes, small apartment complexes, big 500 unit apartment complexes, self-storage complexes, senior living mobile home parks, RV parks, um, if it produces cash flow and it's backed by real estate, we're investing in it to build a second stream of income that supplements our job or replaces it depending on your circumstance. Uh, We have members all across the United States. We buy property all across the United States. We even have members in Canada. And what they're doing is they're educating themselves with our online classes and then we have sponsors sometimes referred to as syndicators who put these big deals together the 500 unit apartments or the 300 units of senior living whatever the circumstance is and our members are able and qualified to invest in them one thing not a lot of people are aware of is you really should never, wow, I kind of pulled the punch on that. You never should invest in something you don't understand. This is what gets most people in trouble. They are, they don't understand the business. They don't, you know, they don't comprehend NOI, COI, uh, ROI. They don't understand internal rates of return. They don't understand equity multipliers. They don't understand how an apartment complex runs, yet they put their money into those deals and they get in trouble because they don't know what they're doing. Never invest in something you don't understand. Now, what the part that not everybody knows is that it's actually required by law. You cannot be a passive investor unless you're accredited At Total Wealth Academy, you have to also be sophisticated. You have to know what you're doing. You have to understand the deal before you get into it. So our classes take care of that and allow people that are not accredited. Accredited means you got over a million bucks in the bank. Or I think you have to make 250 grand a year. And the government unwisely says, well, if you have a million bucks and you make 250 grand a year, then you're qualified to invest in these passive investments. That is not a good idea. Just because you got a million bucks, say you're a dentist, you understand dentistry, you're brilliant. Does that mean you understand an apartment complex just because you have a million bucks in the bank? No. It is important that you become a sophisticated investor as well. It's required at Total Wealth Academy to invest with our syndicators 
because our syndicators don't want anybody in the deal that doesn't understand the deal. Um, there's a term for it. There's, it's kind of like most people go into deals where the person they're investing with is at a level 100 in understanding and you're down at a 10. That's not a wise investment. You want to be 80, maybe even 90. You don't need to know everything that the operator, the sponsor knows, but you should know just about as much as they do. Otherwise, you could be taken advantage of by a sponsor. This is why so many people join Total Wealth Academy instead of just going online and investing with these guys that randomly put up apartment complexes. You don't know who they are. You don't understand the deal. And you do the deal. Doesn't make much sense, does it? What I want to talk about today is really two major points. The first point, I have a tendency to be very sarcastic when I say it, and I'm going to try to be very opposite of that today as we discuss this first subject. And the first subject is the two-headed monster. And the reason I have a tendency to get sarcastic about it is to make people laugh, to make it stick, because it's really kind of funny when you think about it. What is a two-headed monster? A two-headed monster is any time you have two people equally in charge. When you have two people that are equally in charge, both are the leaders, is anybody really the leader? And the answer is no. When you have two CEOs, there is no CEO. An example I'll give you is I bought a company that was worth hundreds of thousands of dollars for zero dollars. Now, why would somebody sell me a company for zero dollars when it's worth hundreds of thousands? They had two CEOs. And I want to make this very, very clear. These were two brilliant individuals, highly accomplished, extremely successful at what they do. They go into this company as co-CEOs and run it into the ground. One of them said the other one wasn't working hard enough. The other one said the other one wasn't working hard enough. When it came time to make decisions, who makes the decision? They're both CEOs. Doesn't make any sense, does it? You can't do it. Would you ever go into combat with two generals, both leading you? I warn you, you better have answered no, or they'd be cleaning your remains off the battlefield. You can't have two people in charge. Right now, I'm in a situation where a sponsor 
went into a deal with a co-GP, general partner. That's like the CEO. Co-general partners. Two general partners. What do you think is going on with that deal? It's a wreck. It's a wreck. Nobody can figure out who's in charge. Nobody can make decisions. Nobody can do anything. It's a horrible idea. Now, how does this relate to you? When we come back from the break, I'm going to explain how many couples, married couples or what's it called, significant others, are a two-headed monster. And we'll talk about that when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about the two-headed monster. And I gave some corporate examples, a military example, and I hope that you're realizing the ineffectiveness and dangerous, I don't think there's any other word for it than it's just stupidity. Because this rule has been around for thousands of years, thousands of years, maybe even 10,000 years. Um, The cavemen probably knew you don't have two leaders. But here's the circumstance where most couples, significant others, long-term relationships are actually two-headed monsters and what it comes down to is one spouse will come to an event at Total Wealth Academy and will say do you want to join that they've just listened to up to six hours of material and educational product six hours of training and they'll say oh I have a rule. I never make a financial decision without going home and talking to my spouse. Do you see the two-headed monster? He's just been through six hours of training and he's going to go talk to his spouse who's not seen the training and ask her advice. Doesn't make any sense, does it? If she wanted to be a decision maker, shouldn't she have been at the same six hours training? I will 
generally ask the person when they hit me with that. I'll say, oh, okay, how long have you had that policy? And they'll say something like, well, we've been married 20 years and we've had that policy for 20 years. And I'll say, okay, are you in the financial position that you want to be in? And the answer, no. Then I reply, then stop doing that. It doesn't work. You can't have two leaders. You can't have two decision makers. If you're in an intimate relationship, long-term, I should have said long-term relationship, and one of you's not leading, then nobody, then nobody is. In the long-term relationship, someone has to take responsibility and make the decisions and get it done. Now, I know this is society, current society, and this could change. But I'll speak to the men who are married to women. I want you to ask yourself this. If it's 6570, you retire broke, are they going to blame your wife? No. Who are they going to blame? You. You. So in a lot of cases, men, not because you're better than women, or anything like that, you need to take responsibility. My wife, fortunately, was very wise, even at a young age, to understand that I was the one reading all the books on building wealth. I was the one attending 100, 200 hours of training. I was the one doing all that. So she said, yeah, whatever you think, get it done. And by the way, that is a term she uses, get it done. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying it has to be the male in every circumstance. We have many members where the wife is the one in charge because the husband is working 60, 70 hours a week. And by the way, women make incredible property managers. In fact, I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I think they make some of the best, if not the best, property managers. The most deadly property managers I've ever seen have been female. So you can go either way. The important thing is that you go one way or the other. I had two brilliant physicians, married couple, The man and the woman are sitting in my office, and I present them, I think it was a fourplex. It had about $1,000 a month positive cash flow and $40,000 or $50,000 equity pickup. So the day they closed that deal, they were going to make $50,000 and have $1,000 a month income for the rest of their lives, as long as they want to keep it. I said, 
So, what do you want to do? They looked at each other. And both of them asked, What do you want to do, honey? And the other one said, I don't know. What do you want to do? After about five minutes of that, I let them leave the office. The next couple came in. The wife was the uh, decision maker. She walked in, looked at the deal, and goes, yeah, we'll take it. She didn't look at her husband. She didn't ask him. She said, yes, we'll take it. And they got it because they had a leader. They had leadership. They had responsibility. Hiding behind your spouse is a cop-out. Think about this. You're in your 40s, and you say to me, well, my wife doesn't want me to do it, so I'm not going to do it. Now think about the future. You're 70. You retire broke. Are you going to blame your wife? Yeah, she wouldn't let me do anything. Oh, I did it. I got sarcastic. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it's, But it is that ridiculous, isn't it? It is ridiculous to think that you're going to hide behind your spouse, not make a decision, not do anything with your life, and then blame your spouse. See, I told you we should have done it. No, you didn't. You didn't. If you had said you were going to do it, you would have done it. No, you hid behind your spouse. And that was your excuse for not taking action. I don't have a supportive husband. I don't have a supportive wife. Forget them. Lead them. Lead by example. I've had hundreds of members come in and join that their spouse had no interest. They thought it was crazy. But without exception, once that member did a few deals, guess who starts showing up at the meetings with them? The spouse. That's leadership by example be the leader or let your spouse be the leader but don't tell them oh don't make any financial decisions without me okay are you a multi-millionaire entrepreneur no then why would they come to you for financial advice you can't help them just like the spouse that doesn't take the classes. Well, I've taken six hours of training. I'm going to go give my wife this six hours of training in 20 minutes and ask her her opinion. What? Crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. So, my advice to you, those of you who are in long-term relationships, Respect your spouse. Love your spouse. Listen to your spouse. But take full 
responsibility, make the decision, and do it. Do not hide behind your spouse. Oh, she wouldn't let me do it. One minute. She thinks I'm crazy. Yeah. I would say that 99.999% of spouses think their other half is crazy when they go out and start building wealth. Now, that's an exaggeration, of course, but it's going to happen. If they haven't been through the training, they don't understand it, of course they're going to think you're crazy. And to think that you're going to go after taking six hours of training and teach that to your spouse so they can help you make a decision is ludicrous at best. So, long-term relationship, get with your spouse. Tell them how much you love them. Tell them how much you respect them. And take control for the finance. All right, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. We'll be back with more after the break. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we've been talking about the two-headed monster, and we're going to move on from that, but I do want to make sure that you do understand that a two-headed monster is just that. It's a monster. It is not something you want in your life. You've got to, you, you got to have a loving relationship, but you've got to put someone responsible for the finances or nothing's going to get done and I gave multiple examples of that so give each other a big hug figure out who it's going to be and let them go let them go do it you still have your input you still have your opinion but let somebody have the final decision and be responsible so that you can get stuff done The next thing I'd like to talk about is what is the primary reason that people are failing? You know, 95% of Americans fail to retire by age 65. And there is a common theme among, and I hate to be as brutal as this, but I don't know any other word than failures failures have a strategy and that strategy keeps them comfortable keeps them from taking action and it keeps them from feeling bad about taking action and my favorite quote on this comes from Jordan Belfort If you don't know who that is, he's the wolf of Wall Street. He brought up the point 
that the only thing keeping you from your goals is the BS story that you tell yourself for why you can't achieve it. The only thing keeping you from your dreams is the BS story for why you can't achieve it. These excuses are just well thought out lies that make you comfortable in mediocrity. You may lie to yourself and say, I wasn't born at the right time. I wasn't born to the right parents. I didn't go to the right schools. My um, heritage is Irish, so my because I'm Irish, I have a bad um, attitude. What is it? Anger? <laughs> Whatever. Just some made-up garbage that's not even true. My father was a problem, so I'm a problem. It, it, it's all BS. And these excuses get closer to home the more you think about them. It can be excuses like, I'm the only person on earth with a job and a family. How could I possibly build wealth? Now, you heard the stupidity of that statement. I'm the only person on earth with a job and a family. How could I possibly go to Total Wealth Academy and start building wealth for myself and my family? (laughs) Everybody has a job and a family. But I'm telling you people use that as an excuse. I had one individual when I was working at another club and he would come in in the springtime and I'd say, you getting ready to do something? You've been a member for over a year. I would, but the kids are about to get out of school, so I'm going to wait till the end of summer. Go, oh, okay. Then I'd see him in fall, and I, I, I'm telling you, this is, this is not an exaggeration at all. This happened. I go, you ready to get started? Well, the kids are headed back to school, and school is so busy. You know, we got all these events and uh, sports activities. I'm going to wait till the kids get out of school. Now, I'm not kidding you. That guy did that for years and never did a single thing with the knowledge he had. Just well-planned lies. The number one thing that keeps you from succeeding are those lies that you tell yourself for why you can't succeed. I have a friend who said, God didn't put me here to be successful. Well, buddy, you've never read the Bible. Ever heard the story of the four talents? or the Was it four talents or five talents? He punished the guy who did nothing with his life, took his talents and gave it to the guy who did something. If you believe in the Bible, then you must believe that God put you here to be successful. Go read it again. But he's, that's his crutch. That's his BS excuse. 
And if you think deeply about that excuse, what does he think successful people are? It's all God. God made them successful. Um, not sure that's in the Bible either. No, he gives us talents and we either do something with them or we don't. So as you sit here listening to me and I'm inviting you to come to a free workshop our free sample class to learn how to build a second stream of income. How many of you, and be very honest, brutally honest with yourself right now, are coming up with a bunch of excuses for why you can't do it? I'm too busy. You're too busy to learn how to build wealth? Wow, great job designing your life. Good job. I designed a life where I cannot build wealth. Good job. Way to go. No, that's BS, isn't it? You have the time. But I got kids and a job. So does everybody else. It is these excuses that are literally robbing you of an incredible life. Every one of you has the potential and ability to have an incredible life. But you're not doing anything. You're letting it slip through your fingers instead of taking action. And let's make sure we understand what's the only thing that's going to change your life you taking action that's it government's not going to do it for you your corporation's not going to do it for you your church is not going to do it for you you got to do it but you're not going to be able to do it until you get control of the BS excuses and what's going to happen I'll warn you right now Once you stop making excuses, it'll be because you started picking out your excuses. You started exposing those excuses to yourself. You then start seeing other people making excuses. And I'm warning you, it becomes disgusting you start to hear other people making excuses and it reminds you of when you used to do it and it will make you sick to your stomach you think I'm kidding and it's not like you're going to throw up it just it's it's a tightening in the stomach where you just hear an excuse and you just want to blast your buddy but you hold back <laughs> keep it inside and it tightens up your stomach because you're like oh god I just heard the most bogus excuse I've ever heard in my life was I like that yeah I was wasn't I? it's disturbing how many people make excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse and then the next thing you know they're 60 70 and they live the rest of their life with regret
So the tool I'd like to share with you is a way to change those excuses or get rid of them. And it comes from Anthony Robbins is where I originally read it, but it's actually straight out of psychology books. It's based on the belief table, and we discuss this at least once or twice a month, the belief table. And what you have, your excuses are beliefs. You believe, I don't make enough money. My credit's not good enough. I don't have the time. I'm the only person on earth with a job and a family. Whatever the excuses are, they are beliefs. You believe it. And that's why you don't take action. So what you have to do is look at that belief as a tabletop that's held up by the legs of your past experience. Each leg represents a past experience that reinforces that belief. And what you have to do, let let me summarize it because I'm going to get too far into this belief table. What you have to do is start looking hard for people who have done it with worse excuses than you have. Give you an example. Every one of you right now, think of your excuse for why you're not coming to our free workshop to learn how to build a second stream of income. I'll explain how to change that, but think about it through the break. What are your excuses? What's keeping you from going out today and learning how to build a second stream of income? We'll talk about that when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, and we're talking about excuses, and I want to give you a tool to get rid of them. And the tool that I used was, and it's kind of funny, I didn't know I was using it as a tool, but I was. It just, to me, seemed natural. And to many of you, this is just going to seem natural. Some of you already do it. When I was, you know, in my 20s, I thought I was a bodybuilder and I would have trouble doing a certain lift or amount. And then I would see somebody smaller lift the weight I couldn't lift. Do you know I was in every case when that occurred, I was able to lift that weight. When Rod, I think it was Roger Bannister, 
broke the four-minute mile, which doctors said was impossible, your heart would fail, no one can run a four-minute mile. He ran a four-minute mile. Did you know that like 30 or 40 people ran a four-minute mile that year after he did it? (laughs) He changed their belief system. He changed their excuses. And all they had to do was watch him do it. And there's the tool. What I was doing was I was finding people that didn't have what I had, such as I weighed 200 pounds, this guy weighed 170 and he was outlifting me. And it blew my mind. It took my excuse and just wadded it up and threw it out. One of my favorite examples is Alyssa. Alyssa literally was left by her husband with twins. She was trying to fill up her gas tank and her credit card wouldn't go through. She realized that her debit card wouldn't work either because she was aware that she only had $4 in her bank account. And she made a decision that this would not stand. That she had to do something with her life. She had to change this. Because those two little twins were sitting in the back seat staring at her, wondering what she's doing in tears next to the truck. She couldn't even fill her truck. She immediately started flipping houses. And I'm talking very nice houses. 700, 800, a million, million five. And making, I don't know, 80, 150,000 dollars a pop. What's your excuse? Are you a single mom with twins and four dollars in the bank? Doesn't it kind of warp your mind? It makes your excuses look weak, don't, doesn't it? And that's what you've got to do. How about this one? A guy named Don. Don comes in, pays for his membership with rolls of quarters. We ask him, well, what other monies do you have to invest? He goes, well, I've got enough money for bus fare to get home. If I'm not mistaken, I think the number's 28 houses in the next couple of years he purchased along with some little apartment complexes. What's your excuse? You got more than bus fare to get home, don't you? See, the tool is to recognize first that all of your excuses are just that. They're well-planned lies. Then start looking for people who have worse challenges than you and are doing it anyway. And for me, that is inspirational. Alyssa, Don, 
another guy, Travis. Travis must have bought four or five apartment complexes within a year or two of joining. And this guy didn't have any money, no background in real estate investing, but he had that burning desire and no excuses. So, during the break, did you think of your excuses? Why are you not studying and learning how to build a second stream of income? Why aren't you doing something about it? I know you're sitting there going, I'm 45, 55. I'm not in the financial position I want to be in. I want to do something different. I want to change my life but can't even get yourself to watch a one-hour class. Why not? Those are the excuses we're talking about. You've got to get out there. You've got to read. You've got to study successful people. And what you're going to find is the highly successful people, almost all of them came from nothing. Elon Musk, he was borrowing money for rent. Borrowing money to pay his rent. Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, they started their company in their garages. They were broke. But they got past their excuses and did it anyway. And that's how you've got to play the game. Everybody's got excuses. Everybody. But successful people don't let their excuses, they recognize them for what they are. They're just well-planned lies to make you feel comfortable in mediocrity, make you feel comfortable that you're not doing anything with your life. Oh, it's not me, it's this. So take this tool. You may even want to write down your excuses and go find people who have succeeded with worse problems than you've got. And that will make you realize that those excuses are not worth the ink you just wrote them with. And then take action. You want to become disgusted by your excuses. You want to hate them, loathe them, despise them because they're holding you back. They're holding you back. So, all right, we got a couple minutes left. Let's see if I've got a um, phone call. Oh, okay. We actually do. Um, Let's go to Jersey Village now and talk to Cheryl. Cheryl, thanks a lot for calling in. How are you today? Okay, I have a question. I, I've been researching real estate for several years right now, and I heard you talk about, um, I know the joining fee, the initial joining fee for total wealth, not the, not the five-figure one, right. but, because I can't do the five-figure one, but um, what kind of help could I possibly, or guidance could I help with the initial part, mainly because I do not have five figures to invest 
and because um, I know that there's different loans if you're not buying for a house to live in, but you're buying for rental. And then some other people tell me, well, but then because you ha- you already have a homestead, so you'd have to go and live in that and claim it as occupied. And, and all that kind of stuff. So I yeah, that, I'm not sure what they're telling you, but Cheryl, so there are all that, kinds of loans area. that you can get because you're going to want to start either wholesaling or flipping if you don't have at least 30, 40 grand in the bank. If you're like me, I started with bad credit, no money. I had to wholesale at first to generate some capital, pay off my debt. Then I started flipping. But those loans, they loan against the property not against you Cheryl it's a t- it's anybody can qualify for these things I'm sorry we're at the end of the show please fire me an email steve at totalwealthacademy.com thanks everybody for listening have a great rest of your day you've been listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal tax or investing advice always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions to find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing thanks for listening have a great day